our officers are focused on the security and the safety of the transit system and everything that goes along with the transit system, the, the employees, the, the patrons who use our system, you know, the customers who use our system and our property and our rolling stock, meaning buses, LRVs, uh, you know, everything that, that the system uses. I'm Doug Deloney on this edition of The Next Stop, the unique challenges and opportunities of policing a transit system like Houston Metro. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. Metro's podcast. Today on The Next Stop, we welcome Metro's Assistant Chief of Police, Dennis Ribeiro. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, it's great. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm actually honored. Thank you for taking the time. I know you guys stay busy. In the Metro Police Department, I mean, it goes without saying for people who are familiar with it, you know, if you work at Metro, if you're a regular writer, you know this, but I think sometimes there's a perception people driving around town, they might see the Metro Police car. Some people probably oversimplify what you guys do. Is That's a security officer yeah. for a bus. That's no. There's so much more, right? Yeah, yeah we, we get that a lot. So we have what's called the, poli- the Metro Police Department and the officers of the, of the MPD. Uh, Metro Poli- When I say MPD, I mean Metro Police Department, just to be clear. Uh, the officers of MPD have uh, full police powers uh, that the state gives any municipal, county, state police officer. Um, so we, we have the full power to write uh, citations, make arrests, respond to calls for service, help citizens in whatever way we can. Uh, it, it, anywhere in the state but really when we think of jurisdiction what, what people normally think of jurisdiction MPD has by by statute by law MPD has quote unquote jurisdiction anywhere where Metro the transit authority collects the, the sales tax or has property or office services 1300 square miles that's a big area yeah we have jurisdiction in anywhere where the transit authority collects taxes or has property or services and and you guys are here to serve uh, you know metro customers but also metro employees yes. and to protect the transit system and equipment and property overall so you're but you're 24/7 yes yes we are a 24/7 full service uh, police department um, we have what's called concurrent jurisdiction with the, all the agencies that that we have jurisdiction in. And what that means is, for example, in the city of Houston, um, we have just as much authority as a Houston police officer does. But that's not to say, though, that um, you are any kind of replacement for HPD. No. And HPD is not a replacement for Metro no. PD. And, but no. you collaborate with law enforcement agencies, including them, I'm sure, Harris County Sheriff's yeah. Office. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, every day. We collaborate with our with our partners every day. This, like you said, uh, the two main ones being Houston and Harris County. Uh, we also work with other agencies, like some of the constables, uh, some of the smaller cities. Um, Bel Air comes to, to, to mind. Um, <clears throat> Westview comes to mind. And we work with those agencies. Uh, pr- but primarily where, where you see us working with them is um, for instance, you know, like one of our parking rides, Cypress parking ride, way out there on 290. Uh, sometimes when we get a call out there and, and our unit is not close, we will reach out to the sheriff's department or the constables in the area and say, hey, can you respond to this and hold the scene for us? We got some money in route. And then when our officers get there, they'll turn it over to them. So sometimes those agencies will actually patrol through there mm-hmm. on their own and see something and they'll, they'll, they'll reach out to us and, right. and we'll, we'll kind of work with them on doing There's on some, on some things like, um, uh, let's say recently, you know, we had the, 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 the one of the shootings uh, the, because it happens in the city of Houston. We do by agreement uh, look to our partners at HPD for them to uh, if they're going to take take over because they do have a little bit more resources than we do in the fact that they have, you know, criminal lab and forensic lab and, you know, a, a dedicated homicide unit. So the, the city, by our agreement, they do get. Um, the, the first 
look and the first pick, if you will, mm-hmm. at at, at, at uh, crimes that happen. And it, but very rarely do they take over. That usually you'll take you'll see them uh, take the lead. Actually, they don't take over. They take the lead, like on a homicide, a shooting, something like that, based on our agreement. And then our investigators will work concurrently, jointly with them, side by side, to to work that that case. So sure. um, th- that's where normally where you see our interaction with them sometimes because the city or the county patrols in the same areas that we do they will come across something at a bus stop or uh, get flagged down on a bus or or anything like that on on our property on our lines and they normally will call us when that happens they'll secure the scene and then we'll have one of our officers go out there and and handle whatever issue is unless they call back and say you know we'll just take it you know for whatever reason Um, another big uh, area where you see collaboration with us and in, in the city and the county specifically are on special events, things like rodeo, Final Four, the Super Bowl we had here um, not too long ago, the World Series was another one. Um, those are planned events, but we also uh, work together in unplanned events like hurricanes. Uh, sometimes when there's like a major freeze, you know, and you see a lot of issues come out of the freeze, we'll work hand in hand with our with our partners in the city and in the county to to kind of respond to the region to the uh, region as a whole. I think a lot of people, um, they might see Metro Police and, and they wonder why, why does Metro Police exist? We already have the constables, the deputies. And the, I mean, this all goes back, though, to the unique challenges of policing a transit um, agency or policing a transit authority or a transportation service. What are some of those challenges? Well, we're, the reason you have uh, the, the different agencies and just within Harris County alone, you have somewhere upwards of like 70 police agencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and a lot of those are, there's so many because outside of the main jurisdictions, meaning the, the, the primary jurisdictions, meaning the county, the city, you have a lot of agencies that are focused on specific things. Metro is one of those agencies. Our officers are focused on the security and the safety of the transit system and everything that goes along with the transit system, the, the employees, the, the patrons who use our system, you know, the customers who use our system, and our property and our rolling stock, meaning buses, LRVs, uh, you know everything that that the system uses and we have that because we can focus more on that art some of the challenges that we face that that other agencies don't is we see tend to see a, a, a lot more people per officer on a daily basis because of the the nature of transit you know a lot of people going to and from work uh to and from you know entertainment places um to and from home a lot of times we you know our our uniqueness is our our community of transit dependent folks as well people that that depend on on metro to get to where they need to get to work home doctor's office church grocery store you name it you know and so uh, one of the things that i challenge or, or the command staff challenges the officers is you know we, we focus on the quality of life of, of of everybody, mm-hmm. but specifically our, our transit-dependent riders, you know, the, 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 our citizens that have, you know, no use but to use. I mean, no, no choice but to use transit. You know, right. so we really want to. We really concentrate on that. But another thing is they're, they're focused specifically on, you know, like our rail officers will will ride the rail. They understand the rail line, how it works, the, the different emergencies that can happen, um, the different unique challenges to to the rail line and the troubled area and the hot spots. Whereas the city deals with you know, primarily, you know, residential or commercial uh, issues um, where our force is focused on the transit 
right. issues is there's a transit focus. I'm sure some of that comes back to help when an officer is approached and asked, hey, how do I yes. ride the rail? Or how, is this going to take me to the med center? Is this going to take, you know, I can't imagine, you know, there's a chance a Houston police officer might know the answer. Sure. There's a chance, sure. but there's a much better chance than someone that the, who's, you know, assigned directly to work with the transit system. They're going to know. And that's part of what you guys do as well is you're there correct. to also help people yes there there is an, a, an ambassador um, side of what MPD does and, and you're absolutely correct you know you may not, you may get a, a city police officer or a county police officer that doesn't understand you know something like for instance the headways of the rail or the LRVs you know the different headways and how long it takes sure. and you know where this particular LRV stops and you know how you can go from this LRV to a bus to get to where you need to get to uh, what apps to use what you know the routes the all that the fare media how to pay for fare those are things that are that that most officers outside of our department don't really know or understand very few right. it, uh, they, they don't say and, and it's not their job you know to, to know that so it, it's our job to know that mm -hmm. to know those things or at least know where you can go look for hey i need to get from point a to point b what are the different stops i need to make and transfers i need to make the, the, our officers can if they don't know it already which most of them do you know we have resources to look that up rather quickly and be able to tell somebody who's visiting or somebody that's depending on transit has to go someplace new they can give them that that information you're absolutely correct and uh, it goes in beyond that um as far as i mean you have police officers you have lieutenants you have transit marshals like, what's a transit marshal <laughs> so uh, the way our rank structure work is you obviously you have the chief you know chief uh -huh. chief bureau okay. bumpers um uh, she uh, she is our um <laughs> she, she is our main person. You know, mm -hmm. she's the one that makes the magic happen. Sure. Uh, but she she is the chief. She is our chief, and then we have two assistant chiefs. We have one assistant chief that is over the, our support operations, which is um, every things like uh, our criminal investigators, our recruiting unit, our background investigations unit, our training unit, our uniforms, uh, transit marshals, our care unit, um, and then you have the, uh, an assistant chief over field operations, which is my position and that I explained earlier you know our, our, my division deals primarily with um, uh, rail patrol the bus lines patrol transit centers parking rides HOV sure. so that that's how the the the, the, the uh, department is broken down organizationally uh, rank structure you know we have the chief assistant chiefs and each section has a lieutenant um, and then each lieutenant has a uh, sergeants that work underneath them and then the sergeants and then have the officers uh, we have do have specialized units one of them is just as you said a transit marshal unit so the transit marshal unit is what we call a discretionary unit the reason we call it a discretionary unit is because they don't have a set um, uh, focus you know like for instance in in field operations our rail section is the officer is directly responsible for patrolling the rail and responding to calls on rail the transit marshals don't have a set uh, assignment set focus they are used as an as the description as i as i described them as a discretionary unit when we see uh, certain issues that need a, a, a particular focus a, you know a more focused approach um and that unit is capable of working both in uniform and in plain clothes mm -hmm. um to you know do whatever they need to do to, to to get something so for instance if we have a bus line where we're getting constant feedback from the customers and the bus operators that they heard there's you know a a, a group boarding at a certain place causing problems every day we'll we'll use a combination of uniform and ununiform you know plain clothes officers to ride that bus and and see that going on and then the uniform officers can come in and deal with those individuals uh directly it's the same thing when we see you know we get uh 
complaints of like, you know, uh, prostitution, loitering or drugs at, at a very specific location, you know, we'll, we'll use the same kind of deployment. I don't want to get too far into the specifics, sure. but but we'll use that kind of blended deployment, you know, to, to address those issues. Uh, and sometimes we, we lean on those officers to kind of fill in the gaps when it comes to special events as well, that they do their job specific to a special event. So, so for, the, for the Metro customers out there listening to this, and even maybe the employees who don't realize it, and maybe even the bad guys, that <laughs> yeah. the, the person that they're next to on the bus, on the train, or they, they may not look like a police officer, they could be a plainclothes transit marshal, keeping very, an eye on things. Very much so. Yeah, you could also be the, the, the person that you think is working on something over here at a parking ride is actually a plainclothes officer. Sure. We like to keep them guessing. Right, um, right. It, it kind of it works out in our favor, and, and this isn't unique to us. There's, you know, many other agencies use the same similar type of a blended approach of of a, of a unit such as this that can do both uniform and plain clothes. Right. I've seen some of the notes come in. Um, you know, when when an arrest is made or when there's an incident or whatever, and, and we'll see. You know, and sometimes the transit marshal is involved in helping make the arrest. And yes. Recently, there was one where it was an entirely different town had a had a bulletin out, and they were looking for a couple of murder suspects yes. or something. And yep. it was a metro train. They they saw a car with stolen plates or something. You guys pulled them over and made the arrest. And it's hey. like, man, I didn't even know we had transit marshals. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It is, and they're they're a very 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 good group. A good group of officers are dedicated to their to their uh, specific job, and they do it very well. Uh, they have a very good leadership. You know, and, and from the, in that unit, and they they know how to focus. They know how to uh, turn on a dime into anything that that the department needs them to do. And and they in their credit and to their credit, they they do get um, their focus changed a lot. You know, but that's what we we want from them, and they do it very well. They do it uh, gladly. You know, and they 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 take it on and they do it right. They they look at the big picture, and it, it's really good to have a tool that is that flexible and that um, applicable to, to, the, to some of the things that we, we see going on. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we'll see an uptick for whatever reason in a certain segment of the rail line and we'll, we'll, we'll the transit marshals will actually go out there and deal with that specific issue. You know, it may just be for that day or that week riding trains, you know, because we're having, we're seeing an issue here or we've got feedback from somebody in the community or, you know, uh, somebody in leadership somewhere that says, you know, we, we've seen this, you know, we've seen this going on or it could be the rail operators that see it going on. And so we'll 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 ask the, the transit marshals. We call them TMU, which is an acronym that they'll, they'll go get focused on that and kind of solve that problem and then kind of move on to the next. So And the um, Metro also has I mean, obviously, I've seen Metro police in SUVs, the police cars on motorcycles. Um, I've seen them in golf carts. I've seen them on the Segways, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Do we still have all, Segways? Yes, or? all modes of okay. transportation. And then on foot, you're, you guys are on the bus sometimes and on the rail a lot, on the rail line, actively patrolling. Yes. But also, in addition, I would say one of your greatest assets is probably the number of cameras we have. Yes along our system and not just on the vehicles but also on the platforms yeah. some of the crimes that we've heard about since October right. that made the headlines yeah, the, the cameras were huge help in those incidents yeah, they right? were pivotal pivotal you know they were key in making and making some of those arrests um, we, we use them primarily forensically um, some, which means after the fact of the crime um, but end up what I was going to say was is coming back to the active monitoring cameras, the cameras do come back to our dispatch center. So our, in our dispatch center, we have dispatchers, and then we also have uh, officers that, that that are assigned to our dispatcher. And then we have a, a, a supervisory structure there as well, you know, sergeant, lieutenant. And they will also look at the cameras um, and look, especially when they get a report of something happening. So if we get a report of, you know, somebody 
fighting on a platform, sure. you know, the dispatchers and those officers will automatically switch over to those cameras and be able to tell the, the, the responding officers in real time what's going on, what the descriptions of the people are, where they're, you know, where they're going or what they're doing. So it not only it serves as forensically to go back after the fact and get pictures of people that have committed crimes and be able to, to go back and find them afterwards, but it also works as a, as a tool for officer safety and to maximize our response while they're responding and those cameras can be brought up and seen a live picture. Let's talk about those people or how you find out something is happening a little bit. Um, we talked about how, you know, Houston police might route something to you guys. Someone might call 911 as they're passing by. Uh, but as a customer on a platform, I guess we also have call boxes. Yes, we do. We have all platforms and our park and rides and transit centers have call boxes. Okay. So it, it's they're, they're You can you can tell where they are because they'll have like a blue light at the top. Okay. And it, it's a button. When you push that button, it rings directly to our dispatch center and you speak directly to a dispatcher okay. or one of the officers there at dispatch. And then if you have a smartphone or a cell phone, you can you can dial pound uh, PD? Yes, pound PD or you can, you know, one of the, the best tools that I've seen work is the MPD Connect app. Okay. You know, the, the app is really, really valuable. And I think we, uh, a lot of people underestimate how valuable that ad, that application that mm -hmm. app is because with the app you can like record take pictures you can you know put a, a, a paragraph in there sure. of what's going on and it, nobody knows you're doing it it looks like right. you're just it looks like you're just surfing on your phone you know it has a mode to where i believe the the it doesn't flash when you take yeah. a picture it doesn't show the recording that's a good point because it, some it, people feel intimidated exactly if they're on the bus especially ne right next to something that's happening right exactly not gonna want to hold their phone up and say hey there's a guy next to me doing something you know exactly and, and that's yeah. that's one of the reasons that app was developed is for that particular reason because you know before we had the app you know some people would say well i saw that but i didn't want to say anything i didn't want to call because i didn't want to you know them to see that i was on the phone so th that th the pictures the videos all that goes straight to our dispatchers mm -hmm. our dispatchers have that up in one of their consoles and they can get those pictures to the officer the responding officers uh, or the investigators or wh whatever it has but it does that app is a lifetime chat live real-time chats sure me. so you're you're chatting if you will with, yeah. with a, a dispatcher or an officer just the same as if you would call them that's awesome yeah and, and they dispatch right from the app so and it all goes back to what we tell people if you see something say something yeah that's the only yeah. way we know that's the right. only way we know we ask you know when we go to you know we, we regularly attend meetings with with bus and rail operators and that is the first thing that we tell them you know and PD can't be everywhere you know I, I wish I wish uh, you know that we had enough officers to put one on every train every bus every transit center every platform but unfortunately we just we just don't right so we rely on the public and we rely on our uh, bus and rail operators to kind of be our eyes and ears a lot of times uh, to tell us you know hey this is going on here this is going on there um, and, and you know kind of point us and I mean we do our own active patrolling mm -hmm. sure. uh, but again you know we can't be everywhere at once right we're, we're you know a medium-sized police agency trying to cover as you said earlier 1300 square feet uh, you know, 1,200 plus buses, you know, uh, thousands and thousands of, of bus stops. And, right. You know, however many rail cars we have, I think we're in the 70s now. Um, and then platforms, you know, 20-something right. platforms, you know, all these rail lines. It, it's, it becomes um, uh, very difficult to, to have, you know, presence everywhere at the same time. So we, we kind of, we use, you know, data uh, plus... Uh, our, our internal data mm -hmm. that, that kind of points us in, in the, uh, what we're seeing coming in, you know, what crimes have been reported where, what times. So and we kind of go through all that data and kind of look at, you know, maximizing our deployment around that data that we're seeing. You know, a lot of, we also use, uh, you know, things that we get like from MPD Connect. You know, we, we, mm -hmm. if we get a lot of uh, 
hits on that and basically what they're saying. And I forgot one thing about MPD Connect is you can leave your information if you want to get contacted, you know, sure. after the fact. So I digress. But sometimes people write us, you know, because I kind of help monitor our social media channels as yeah. well. And, and we'll, they'll say, you know, hey, two weeks ago I saw a guy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or I saw a woman, blah, 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 and on this route. And and I can't believe how often the response is, well, did you tell anybody besides now? Or did you just tweet yeah. about it two weeks later? It's like, you <laughs> yeah. know, if you see something, say something. Yeah. And I know that's, you know, your occupation as a police officer is to help protect and serve and all that. But I think as a, as a responsible citizen, it's everybody's job to keep the community safe yes. and, and whatnot and, yeah. and as a transit community as well as to keep the, the system safe as well right um, if anybody is nervous about writing you know they've heard about the incidents that have happened in just the past couple months or so and I know we've made a lot of arrests yeah. and, uh, if anybody's nervous though I mean what would you tell someone who's nervous about using Metro or even public well, transportation in general well I could you know I can go back into the statistics and say statistically you know if you look at the statistics you know you're 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 safer on on Metro than you are just out and about in the city of the county. And that may be true, but I still want to speak to people's sense of, of security, right? Because they see what they see on TV. Mm -hmm. They hear what they hear from other people. And, and you're correct. We have made a lot of arrests on almost all of them, except maybe two, I believe, of the incidents that, 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 that occurred. And again, um, I think in only a couple of those incidents was the the perpetrator and the victim known to each other. You know, mm -hmm. Most of these incidents are strangers, you know, strangers on strangers. A lot of them are because, you know, some kind of argument happens mm -hmm. or some kind of something happens between the two people. So what I would tell people is you shouldn't be afraid to ride transit um, because number one, you know, again, statistically you're safer, but number two, there are so many tools that you can get in contact with Metro police, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you know, we, we do respond to all the calls that we get. And number three, but I would also say just to be aware of, of your surroundings. I mean, we all know what what somebody looks like that that has, you know, some type of crisis going on. And, and so sometimes, you know, it's better to, to just avoid confrontation right. and just say, you know what? You know, yeah, you cussed at me or you looked at me funny or this and that and the other. But, you know, I, I'm, right. I'm just trying to get to where I'm trying to get to. You know, it, it's easier said than done. I get it. You know, mm -hmm. we're all human. Sometimes you know, we may be having a bad day and somebody does something to us and we you know, react. But I would say be aware of your surroundings, first and foremost, you know, and, and be aware of what's going on at any given time. And, and again, you've said it a couple of times already is if you see something, say something. I mean, if you see something on a, on, on a bus going on, by all means, report it. Even if the officer comes out and doesn't find anything, at least, you know, we've made you know, we, we, we've made that presence. We, we've gone there. We've, mm -hmm. we've looked and we made sure that everybody's safe, that nothing's going on. And a lot of times, even if something happened on the bus and the, the perpetrator walks away, gets off the bus and starts walking down the street, a lot of times, you know, our, most of the times, so our officers will go and find that person to see what the problem was. You know, or, right. if, or if they did do something, they'll find that person and then arrest them for whatever crime they did. You know, I don't want to get too far into the nuances of, you know, having to have somebody, you know, come having a complaint and all that stuff, but it's, right. but, but it, it, the, 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 the uh, main uh, message is again, you know, let us know. We, we, we don't know unless we see it. And if we're not there to see it and the person's there not to tell it is not, is, is not there to tell, excuse me, then there's no way for us to know, you know, and uh, I, I take calls for service very seriously as, and I, push that down to my commanders, my, my lieutenants and my sergeants and, and therefore the officers is is to be responsive to to the needs of our of our community. You know, because like I said, you know, a, a lot of uh, the, the people in our community, in the transit community, in the metro transit community, are, are they depend on us. 
you know, they depend on us to get there. And, and I can tell you, uh, I was a transit user when I was a young child. You know, my mother and I used to ride transit, you know, to, to get to doctor's offices and go places. So I get it. I know what it's like to, to you know, oh, man, you know, I have no choice but to ride the bus and there's this going on or that going on. Mm -hmm. I guess it goes back to quality of life. And, and I take that, you know, as a as a having used transit, you know, when I was younger, I take that pretty seriously. And, right. and I try to push that push that message and that perspective. So we do focus on, on. I, mean, we, I want to focus on everything, but I, but it's really for me that 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 is a very important part of what we do. Right, is to make that make the service that Metro's offer offers, you know, as safe as we possibly can with the resources that we have. Going back to limiting interaction with someone who may be in distress or may you know need some mental health care or something, um, I think a lot of that just goes to everyday life. Even if you're just walking around downtown, or even if you're in your car, if you're driving around in the suburbs, you're on the freeway. Maybe don't honk, don't make gestures, don't interact with people you don't yeah. know, and it's probably a lot safer for both of you that way. It is. We've seen it. We've seen a rise in those type of crimes all over the nation. Uh, mm -hmm. What we call road rage crimes, or just. Crimes. You don't want to blame the victim, but exactly, point, exactly. It's just, but it's you know, an awareness. Thing. Yeah, you know, it, exactly. It's not an awareness. I mean, it, it's not a, a victim. It's not a fault of the victim, right? But there are what we call contributing factors to everything sure, that happens. Sure. You know, so I, I get it. You know, like I said earlier, we all have bad days. But mm -hmm. you know, in, in this day and age, you know, it, it, it behooves us, or it, it's it's better if we kind of take a step back and say, what are we really doing here, right. and what you know, is this what really needs to happen, or just reach out and call your, your the police department. I mean, that's what that's what the police departments are there for, is to, just to handle disturbances, to handle people who may be sure. you know in crisis. And we see that for for those of us that work downtown regularly, we, we you know, there's it's no secret that you know that we have uh, you know fair share. Of, of homeless persons around, and most of your, I can tell you from experience, uh, the majority, the vast majority of homeless persons that, that I've encountered in my years have been, they're, they're, they have, they're in some kind of crisis, whether it's a mental crisis, a drug crisis, health crisis, it's something. And that's one of the reasons why Chief Bumpers uh, created the CARES unit right, that we have. The CARE, you unit, know. Yep. The CARE unit is, uh, what it is, it's, it's two teams that we have. Each team is one police officer and a clinician. Uh, a professional uh, that can go out and interact with these uh, with the with the homeless population specifically around transit for us and offer them services you know try to get them off the street or get them the medical help they need the psychological help they need whatever services that, that they have available to them that can that can help those homeless persons um, get off the street you know and and you know, make it better for everybody, including the homeless person. And the care team is less than a year old, and I've already heard so many fantastic yes. stories that have come out uh, yeah. from the staff that, that help run that. And yeah. It's just really good, heartwarming yeah. stories that we had one episode of the podcast um, a few episodes ago. So if you're okay. listening to this on our SoundCloud, scroll down, <laughs> find the care unit yeah. episode, and uh, yeah. it's just really, really yeah. amazing what you guys are great, doing. Great team. It was a great initiative. Um, you know, uh, Harris County has, the Sheriff's Department has one, HPD has one. Uh, there's, you're starting to see that more and more uh -huh. locally and nationally. You're starting to see. And they all kind of work together. Too, yeah, they all so. kind of work together. Kind of very similar roles. Some are a little bit different. You know, very. You know, there's some some little differences between all of them, but it, they're all geared towards the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that's you know the the uh, interaction between police and, and, and our homeless community nationwide. Sure. Uh, because as I said earlier, you know, it, it's more than just somebody that's you know walking the streets and wandering the streets. You know, there, there's a lot more there that that it is requires a little bit more a different type of approach a different type of understanding and different resources and right. and, and the cares unit i mean that's that they've been hitting it out of the park and i'm very proud of them uh and also very thankful to the chief for for, for 
for coming forward with that right. and making that happen. Yeah. yeah, it was a great idea. And there's always a need for Metro Police. What would you say to someone who wants to get involved with police work or helping the community? We're always hiring, right. <laughs> you know. So, you know, it, it, again, if you if you go to the website and, and to the Metro website and scroll down and click on uh, careers, yeah. uh, you'll see the openings for police officers. We have openings for police officers, part-time police officers, dispatchers, uh, and uh, uh, CFIs, which we didn't talk about, which is our, our civilian fire inspectors, which is a it's a group it's actually a, it's it's growing uh, of, of personnel who are not police officers or mm -hmm. civilian they're in uniform and they're they're charged with two things they have a dual dual mission if you will one is to inspect fares along the rail line and ensure that uh, people riding the rail are paying to ride and then when they find somebody that's not they deal with that whether it's you know giving them some kind of warning or some kind of they are empowered by the state to write citations for fare evasion uh, and so, and, and they also act as ambassadors as well. So they, they help a lot of the riding public uh, with getting from point A to point B. They have direct knowledge of that and resources to get them where they need to get them. And they also, they're valuable uh, as well during special events, especially events, you know, that are like nationwide events or events where we get a lot of people from, from uh, out of town that they come in and that, you know, they're new to the city or are here for the event, but they don't really know. So the, the fair inspectors help them get around and, you know, they, they know a lot of, you know, the, the, the points of entertainment or where you can go see this or that or eat or this and that and the other and also how to get around using the transit system so we use them as as ambassadors as well a very good role for them and they do it very well so so it's you know we, we say you know in the transit industry you hear the word multimodal a lot you know so right. I, I i like to think the the police department is multimodal as it as, as it refers to police services and so we we, we have a lot of services you know uh, internally at mpd that that a lot of agencies don't have uh, because of the uniqueness of, of our mission. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely, I had a blast. This is my first podcast and it was actually fun. No, thank you. Thank great. you for having me, I Thanks. appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. That wraps it up for this edition. Thank you to you, the listener, and all of our Metro riders out there. And as a reminder, like we said earlier, you can reach MPD just by hitting pound MPD on your smartphone. But don't forget to download the MPD Connect app that we talked about. You can get it for Android and iOS devices. I'm Doug Deloney. If you'd like to check out more episodes of this podcast and subscribe, you can find all the links you need on Ride. Metro.org. As always, drive less and do more with Houston Metro.